Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hey, welcome. I'm so glad you're here today for this episode of Mom's Life Made Simple. I have a great episode planned for you today all about the gap and the gain. This concept will help you to see things more clearly. It will help you to find more joy in your life, and it will help you to really be more successful in your goals. And I'll explain what I mean by that as we get into this concept. Before we do, I want to share my top review of the week. And this comes from superfan CAF, who says, can't wait to listen to these new podcasts. Always a pleasure to listen to Chanel's podcasts. Thank you so much, super fan. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate everyone who's left ratings and reviews. And if you haven't, I would love for you to take the time to do so. It just takes a minute, but it really helps me out. So thank you so much for doing that. Now let's talk about The Gap and the Gain. This is a book that came out last year, but it's a concept that's been around for a while. I highly recommend this book. It's by Dr. Benjamin Hardy, and it comes from a concept from Dan Sullivan. Now, Dan Sullivan came up with this concept a long time ago when he was doing some coaching, and he works with very successful entrepreneurs. He noticed a trend with them, and here's what he noticed. Even though they were succeeding, they had a hard time really feeling that success and feeling good about the things that they were happening, that were happening in their businesses, because they always wanted more. That's sort of something we can relate to, whether you're in business or not, right? We always want more. There's this ideal out there, but an ideal is a moving target. So what that means is, we kind of have a hazy picture in our mind of what success looks like. Oh, I'll be successful, you know, when this happens, whatever it is. But when we get there, often that ideal moves just a little farther away. It's like the horizon. It's constantly out of reach. And as we move closer toward that ideal, it keeps moving away. It keeps getting bigger. Now, Dan Sullivan realized this, and he came up with this concept of the gap and the gain, which is this. Where you are now to that ideal, when you look for where you are now to that ideal, you're always going to be in the gap. There will always be a gap. And if that's how you're trying to measure success, you will come up short every single time. So what we need to do is we need to look backwards to where we started and measure backwards from where we started to where we are now. And when we do that, we will find ourselves in the gain. And being in the gain is the way that we feel happy. We feel more motivated. We feel more confident. And it allows us to have future success because we're building on the success we've already had instead of feeling disappointed for the things that haven't happened yet. Okay, that's the basic concept of the gap and the gain. I'm going to give you some examples to really bring this home and help you understand what it means in your own life. So one example of the gap and the gain that's in the book, Ben talks about his kids. They were out together, and they, one of his sons was obsessing over wanting a cookie. Do your kids ever do this? Mine do. I want a cookie. I, please give me a cookie. Give me a cookie. They were out, and so the, the parents bought one cookie for their four young kids, and they broke it into four pieces and handed out the cookie. 
Now, the son who had wanted a cookie so bad looked around at his siblings and realized or decided, I don't know if it was actually true, that their cookie pieces were bigger than his cookie piece. And all of a sudden, what he had was not enough. He was measuring his cookie against the ideal, putting him in the gap, instead of measuring his having a cookie from where he was before having no cookie, which would have put him in the gain. How often do we do this? We get something and then all of a sudden it's not enough. That's a form of being in the gap and in being in the gap. I had a client that I worked with that I think was really struggling, really putting herself in the gap. She had, by the time that she worked with me, she said, you know, I never get to finish anything. Things just don't work out the way that I plan. I've tried to do all these things, but nothing has worked out for me. Now, as she told me her story and I got to know what she had done, she had worked with Mary Kay and she'd gotten pretty far with Mary Kay. But once she got to this status of director, they had to move and her business kind of unraveled and she didn't stay there and she was really discouraged with that. She had then decided, okay, I'm going to go on. I'm going to get my cosmetology license license, and I'm going to cut hair. And she did that. But she wanted to own her own salon. And again, for her husband's work, they moved. She wasn't able to do what she wanted to do with her cosmetology, with her hair. And so she was really discouraged with that. And she felt like the story she was telling herself was, I never get to finish anything. She was looking at what she had hoped to accomplish. She was looking at that ideal and measuring from where she was now to that ideal. And she kept coming up short. Now, what I worked with her to do is measure from where she was now and look back at the gain. And it's probably pretty easy for you to see, right? What was the gain? She got to direct her with Mary Kay. She had her cosmetology license. She had the skill of cutting hair. She had come a really far way. Part of this idea of the gap and the gain is that you decide the meaning of what happens to you. You get to decide, okay, this is what happened and what is the gain here for me? Sometimes when we don't reach our target, when we don't have things happen the way that we want to, it can be harder to find the gain, but it's there. And we're going to talk about that as we go through. So I wanted to go through how I use this concept personally and why I love it. I have three reasons and three ways to actually use this concept. Because the more that you use this in your day-to-day, the more that you'll find it valuable and the more that you'll notice that it actually changes uh, your perception of the things that are going on around you and helps you to build on past success. So number one, the gap in the gain helps with goal setting. Now, in the past, I have not always liked setting goals. In fact, I went through a period of several years, and it wasn't too long ago, that I really didn't like goals. I didn't want to set goals that I could fail at. You know, some of our goals, like let's say you have a sales goal, and that depends, d- depends on if other people buy something or not, or you have a physical goal, and our Biology is not always, you know, things you might eat the right things and exercise the right way, but it doesn't always show up on the scale or in your muscle mass or whatever it is you're measuring. 
And so sometimes these concepts of measuring things and trying to hit a certain target, I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to fail. Because inevitably what I was doing, no matter how far I got toward that goal, I would look at that ideal. I would look at where I wanted to be, from where I was to where I wanted to be, and that's the gap. And I felt crummy. I didn't feel good. And so because of that, I avoided setting goals. I didn't want to set goals. What I've learned from the gap and the gain is this. Even if I don't hit that target that I was hoping to hit, as long as I'm measuring backwards, there is a gain there. Well, look at what I did every day. I got up early and I did my morning routine or every day I put in the work and I've learned so much from that. And I probably have something toward my goal. But even if all that I have, even if there's no like measurable progress, if I don't have sales, if I don't have, you know, weight loss or whatever, that learning experience is a gain. There is a gain from that. And so Goals now for me have become a way to move faster and achieve more instead of a reason to beat myself up. Because when I look from where I am now to where I used to be, that goal has always helped me. Even if it didn't bring me exactly where I thought it would, it's always helped me to make progress and to grow. And that's really why I set goals now and why I'm not afraid of goal setting. So that's a reason that this concept, even that alone, is like so powerful that we can then set goals and not be afraid of that fear of failure. Number two, the gap in the gain can help us to frame each day as a win. So let me explain what I mean by this. Every day, and this is really common for women, I hear this a lot from women, but also psychologically, it's kind of what happens when our our minds get tired. It's really easy for us to focus on the negative. And our brains do this on purpose because they're always looking for danger. Like, are we in trouble? Did something go wrong? What do we need to do to stay safe, right? And so often at night when the kids are in bed and you're starting to settle down and you're reflecting on your day, how often do you think of all the things you left undone? The dishes that are still in the sink, the time you lost your temper with your your kid or your spouse, the things that you just didn't quite do right, the things that you meant to do but didn't. And that is being in the gap. That's looking at your ideal day, how you wanted your day to go, and measuring what actually happened against the ideal. What we can do instead is train our minds to look at the gain each day. What did I do today? What were my wins today? How did today go right? One of the ways that I consciously try to focus on this and train my mind to look for it is by nightly writing down. I have a journal by my bed where I write my daily wins. The more that I write my daily wins, the more I see my daily wins. It used to only be the big things like, well, clearly that was a win, right? I got scheduled. I got booked to be on a podcast or you know, everyone liked the dinner that I made or whatever it is. Those were my wins. And now sometimes if I'm not too tired and I'm in a writing mood, I can look over my day and see so many wins. The things that I did, the conversations and interactions that I had, the times that I was led to help someone, those are all wins. And 
they're all putting us in the gain. This is how the day happened, and I'm going to look back and measure the gain. What was the good that came out of this day? That's a powerful way to live your life. And the more that you do this as an exercise, I would recommend writing it down because then you have a record and it, it helps you to do it. But you can do this as a thought exercise too, to just think what went right today. The more that you do it, the more your brain is trained to look for what was the gain today? What were the wins today? And you'll be able to see them more and more readily and more and more easily each day. Number three. There is always a gain, even in the worst situations. An example comes to mind of a woman who went out to go to work one day and her car wouldn't start. Now, when your car doesn't start, when that happens, it, you could might think, well, what's the gain here? I need to get to work. What's the, what's the good part? Well, here are some gains that she thought of. She was able to call a friend to get a ride to work. So she had a friend who she could call. That's a gain right there. She was able to strengthen her relationship. Her car didn't break down while she was out on the road. It broke down. It wouldn't start. So she wasn't in danger. That's a gain. She was able to take in the car and get it taken care of like she needed to. She had the money to do that. That was a gain. There's probably so many more that you can think of, but there are always some kind of gain measuring backward from where we were to where we are now. There's a gain. Now, sometimes the gain might just be something we learn, like a lesson that we learn. We're better off for having learned that lesson, or it might be a tender mercy. When I say a tender mercy, I mean that sweet feeling, knowing that God was looking out for you and that he cares and that you were blessed in that situation. I want to share a story. This is from Carrie Tenboom, who wrote The Hiding Place. This is a true story of a woman who was in a concentration camp in World War II. And this woman and her sister were in a concentration camp together. They were actually Christians, and they were helping people to escape, and then they were caught and put in a concentration camp. And when they got there, one of the sisters said, remember we were just reading in the scriptures to be thankful, to give thanks in all things. And so they looked around this horrible place and they were able to come up with reasons they were thankful. They were thankful that they were surrounded by women that they could share their beliefs with. They were thankful they had been able to smuggle a Bible in with them. They were thankful they were together. The list went on and on. And the one sister then said, I'm thankful for the fleas. They, the concentration camp that they were in was swarming with fleas. And the other sister was incredulous. Like, how can you even say that? How can you be thankful for fleas? These are horrible. And the sister couldn't think of a reason why she was thankful for fleas. But she said there must be something. There must be a gain, right? There must be some reason to be grateful for the fleas. After a few weeks, or maybe it was months, after some time went on, this first sister who was grateful in all the things, right, even for the fleas, when her sister came back from work, 
back to the bunk that night. She was triumphant and she was just grinning ear to ear. And she said, I know why I'm thankful for the fleas. (sighs) Makes me cry. Okay, I'm thankful for the fleas because she had been working and she had a, a job that kept her in the bunk and she was knitting. And she asked the guard to come in and help with something. And all the guards outside refused. They wouldn't come in and because they said that place is infested with fleas, so they wouldn't come in. And so she said, I know why now that I'm thankful for the fleas. I'm thankful for the fleas because they keep the guards out of our bunk. There is a gain in everything. When we measure the right way, this concept of the gap and the gain is closely linked to gratitude. It's closely linked to being grateful in all circumstances. It's also linked to the law of polarity, and that's something we'll talk more about on this podcast. The law of polarity is a law that says in every bad thing, there's something equally good. Napoleon Hill said something along the lines of, within the seed of every adversity, there's an equal or greater benefit. Every bad thing, there's something good. The, those ideas are closely related to the gap and the gain. So the challenge for you then is whatever hard thing you're going through, what's the gain? Find it. Look for it. Whatever good thing that you're working towards, what's the gain? When we look for that, we will see it. It's there. I promise you it's there. And the more that we look for it, the more we're going to feel successful, the more we're going to continue to have success, the more we're going to make progress, and the more we'll be brought to our knees in gratitude to God who gave us fleas and all the other good things. So I hope this concept is helpful for you. If you want to dive deeper on this, I highly recommend the book The Gap and the Gain by Dan Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy. And I want to also invite you to get my morning routine checklist. This is going to help you to start off your mornings just a little bit better, a little bit smoother. It's something that I put together for you to help you have great mornings. You can get that by visiting my Instagram at Chanel Nielsen Coaching, going to my profile and just click on the morning routine checklist. Everything you need is there. Thank you so much for being here and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. Need some help making your mom life simple? I offer group coaching programs using my four-step method called the Mom's Method. This is a process of manifestation, organization, mobilization, and simplification that will give you the balance, progress, and joy you're looking for. Visit ChanelNielsenCoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Chanel Nielsen Coaching. I love to hear from you. Reach out with your questions, your feedback, and let me know how I can help make your mom life simple.